Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I mean, try to elbow me in the face. The guy that's getting paid to protect us, the players, didn't do his job. So, you know, I just, uh, there was a little uh, altercation and um, we both got ejected when I didn't do any, I mean, I didn't do anything back, pretty much, you know, which I don't understand. I don't think it makes sense to me. But next time I do justice myself. So the official can eject me for a reason. And if you're wondering how NBA players get fined, that's how. Hi, Rudy. What do you think? A grand? 2500 Five grand? It's probably the 2500 variety. All right, there it is. Vowing to have take justice into your own hands. I have to say he's... What did I give Rudy? You know, there's... That was, a, that was a felony elbow. There's parking tickets, misdemeanors, and felonies, and capital crimes. And Rudy's absorbing it, so I get why he's mad. That should have been an ejection and a whistle, and you can see in a replay, Rudy actually looks at him, and Anuboy throws this elbow towards the jaw, doesn't really get all of them. It's not a great angle to see exactly how bad it was. And then Rudy looks at the ref, holds his palms up like, are you going to do something? And this is why refs always have to, you may think a punishment is too severe, but it's always to stop the escalation. When in doubt, the refs have to make the call so it doesn't escalate. But then Rudy looked like he tried to line him up and run him over. And he got out of the way. So uh, give Rudy a misdemeanor for that. I thought he was going to get a T for sure. I didn't know he'd get ejected. But when in doubt, give the bigger... Whatever penalty when is. doubt, throw him out. When, well, the bigger penalty. If you don't yeah. know if it should be a T or not, then it's a T. If you don't know if it should be ejection or not, that's an ejection. Yeah. If you don't know if it should be a foul or not, lean towards the foul. Always go a little heavy in the justice so the players don't take matters into their own hands, which is what Rudy did after about three seconds. Now, that was just a subplot. The Jazz lost the game. They lost to a team on the end of a five-game road trip, going back-to-back, that had played big minutes the night before and played big minutes again. You gotta, you gotta compliment the Raptors for this, and you gotta look at the Jazz and think opportunity lost, opportunity lost. But I think it comes down to if they had done any one of three or four or possibly even five things right, they would have won the game, and they didn't. And we can go into it more at length. But one, don't get out rebounded by 19 rebounds. That is just too many extra possessions for them, and not for you in a nine-point game, in a game that was a two-point game in the way through the fourth quarter. When you rally and take a lead, no matter how many crimes you've committed against basketball, no matter how poorly you played, how many mistakes you made, the Jazz has done all of that, they did enough right to take a lead at 87-85. They had momentum. They were on a 15-3 run. But it was the bench. It was Joe Ingles hitting a couple of threes. And they brought the starters back, and the starters just didn't have it. The starters just got roundly outplayed. When you have three guys that you count on for a lot of points, and they count on Rudy Bogobert and Boyan Bogdanovich and Donovan Mitchell for a lot of points, and none of them came through. They all shot 25% from the field. It's uh, 
It's pretty simple math. Gobert's one for four. Bogdanovich's two for eight. Conley's four for, or uh, Conley's four for twelve. Uh, excuse me, Donovan's four for sixteen. I knew there were three guys at twenty-five percent. The hot guy is Mike Conley at four for twelve, and Royce O'Neal at six for eleven. So Bogdanovich, Gobert, and Mitchell were seven of twenty-eight. They combined for twenty-two points. They usually combine for sixty points. Gobert will usually get you 15, Bogdanovich gets you 20, Mitchell gets you 25. Altogether, they got 22. So you got three guys off there, you get beat on the boards, and when you finally have momentum midway through the fourth quarter, the starters come back and you can't capitalize on it. Any one of those things goes differently. You know, if Mitchell goes for 25 and shoots 45 or 50%, they probably win the game. If Bogdanovich gets his 20 points a game instead of five, they probably win the game. But they don't. I don't know how the Raptors did it. How about this one? Instead of all the stories and all that, the Raptors are better. They got the third best record in the NBA that is better than the Jazz. They sweep the season series. They were missing three rotation guys. It's no wonder the bench excelled. The bench was mostly going against the third team. You're missing starter. You're missing a starter. You're missing a couple rotation guys. You know, the backups have to become the starters. The third string guys have to become the backups. And yes, the Jazz took advantage of those guys, but they still lose 101-92. All right, DJ and PK, Jazz off to Oklahoma City. Hashtag NBA. Only a couple other games in the NBA. Atlanta beat Charlotte in double overtime. Trey Young continues to impress. 31 points, 16 assists. Let's see if Atlanta gets him some help. And the Denver Nuggets beat the Bucks. No Giannis Antetokounmpo. They are 0-2 without Giannis. 109-95. Denver rolls to the win. So, if you're following the uh, the NBA playoff race, the Jazz, who are just a game behind Denver, are now two games behind Denver. Take the hit there. And pretty predictable with Giannis out that Milwaukee on the road at the end of a road trip was going to struggle, and they do. So, Denver now seven games behind the Lakers, the Jazz nine back. Jazz now, you really have to look at Oklahoma City, where they're only a game in front of Oklahoma City as they go to Oklahoma City for that big game Wednesday night. Tonight, doubleheader. TNT's got the Mavericks and the Spurs at 6 o'clock. Nets and Lakers play at 8.30. Also, in response to the coronavirus, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, Major League Soccer, all closing locker rooms and clubhouses. Less interaction, less chance for someone to cough and spread the virus. Probably always wanted to close the locker rooms anyway. So now they have. So no more into the locker rooms in spring training. The NFL is the only one who didn't announce anything. They don't have to worry about it right now. They're out of season. So now when we do the press conferences, it's in rows of chairs in the press and, and behind tables in the pregame. And so separated by <clears throat> six to eight feet, a minimum of. What's well, the same room that Quinn does all his stuff normally? That's for the postgame. Yeah. yeah. And then we're in kind of a, it's kind of like a classroom, a classroom sort of yeah. behind desks. So we're probably 15 feet away then. So it'll bring out whoever, and that's who we'll get. There you go. And then uh, other places, it's going to have even more of an impact. Santa Clara County, which is the south end of the San Francisco Bay. It's home to Stanford and San Jose State and the San Jose Sharks and the the San Jose Earthquakes. They had a death there, and they've had uh, several cases identified, maybe more with people who haven't been tested, but they've got 43 positive tests. So they've banned all gatherings of uh, a thousand people or more. 
And the NCAA Women's Basketball t- uh, Tournament is going to Stanford, so are they going to move that? They have the option in the Bay Area. I wouldn't be surprised if everybody is calling uh, Oakland because they've got the uh, the A's will be in the stadium there. They got the arena there. Uh, that right up the road, they got Berkeley also. Candlestick Park's been torn down. You can't move anything there. But maybe they move hockey games up there. The Sharks aren't sure if they're going to cancel games, play them in front of nobody, or maybe they move them to the Warriors' old arena. And the Earthquakes can maybe move up to uh, Cal. Or I don't know if the baseball team's gone play there because they played there before. So we'll see some stuff relocated. Of course, if this happened in another town, they don't have as many arenas, stadiums, colleges, pro teams. And there's a, there's a lot of facilities in the Bay Area. The, most, they, the Niner Stadium, though, is now yeah. in Santa Clara County, too. Yeah, so the most drastic thing is Italy, just the country of Italy, has canceled all sporting events for a month, essentially. Yeah, and Slovakia just followed. I saw that. Well, Slovakia did the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe we're looking. I, I didn't know that we'd have that big a disruption here, but... I don't work for the CDC. What do I know? We might be trending that way. We might be trending that way. That's how it looks in what is trending. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Clock rolls to the logo. Ford wants to go. Long range two. He got it! 1.4 seconds and Jordan Ford has put the Gales up by one. He launches it down the floor. Childs touches it and the Gales are going back to the West Coast Conference Championship game. 51 to 50, and Jordan Ford is the hero again. Low-scoring game. Neither team could ever go get it going. It started slow. It stayed that way. Just clutch shot by Ford. He is so good. I don't know how much or how little you've watched of St. Mary's. I've probably seen him play maybe five times this year, six times this year, and he is just clutch. Maybe you can go at him defensively a little bit, and that'll help you out. But, man, you put the ball in his hands. You knew he was going to get that shot, or he was going to get a really easy shot for a teammate. But the odds are he wasn't giving it up, unless he got somebody for a layup or a dunk. And he just stopped on a dime, created a little separation with the defender, rose up, and hit a tough shot. For the Cougars, it's a little bit of the jazz story. Maybe not quite as drastic, but you look at the three guys you really think would score for them, and... Yoli Childs, 8 of 20, 23 points. Now, that, those numbers aren't as bad as the Jazz, but he had some gimmies. He had some, some bunnies inside, layups. Had a jump hook right at the end to put him up three. Still a little six-footer, and it went off the back of the rim. Some clutch shots not going. Jake Toulson, 3 of 7. And then Hawes, 2 of 14. That's the one that really jumps out and screams at you. So those, uh, those guys combined 39 points, and you – Probably hope for a little more out of them. Probably hoping for something closer to 50 points out of three of those guys, maybe 55. When your big three are below average, or in the case of the Jazz, way, way below average, you're in trouble. Only got three points off their bench. Celius had a nice uh, putback late in the game, but uh, only played seven guys. Tightening up the act after a long, long time off, and maybe that rust was part of it. You know, they haven't played him more than a week. Uh, Mark Pope was talking about the nine days off in his press conference. Maybe that was part of it. But they're going to have to deal with it because it's going to be the same thing. Now they're going to play uh, 10 days off. You're right. It's a week from Thursday before they get back into the NCAA tournament. They're going to play one game in 19 days. So figure it out. Maybe you need to go five on five really hard. Put something at stake, you know, loser runs. Hey, Westminster, what you got going on? Break a sweat. Yeah, I don't know. Legally, can they do that? Probably not. But, but at least inner squad and. Yeah, go at it. And I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Russ. Maybe it's just the Gales locking him up. 
postseason basketball, you squeeze a little harder. You got a team that's defensive oriented. Nine minutes without a made bucket. I know there are plenty of NBA coaches, and it was uh, when I was covering the the Utes and Majerus during their runs to the tournament, and you maybe see an assistant coach, and you know, there's certain styles we're better with, you know. And then when you get them to really say, what is it like? We want a team that goes up and down, and it's pretty talented, but they're a little loose with the ball, and they're not in favor of defending. <laughs> And I'm thinking, wait a minute, when I was in Santa Barbara, that's what Jerry Pim said going into NCAA tournaments. BYU gets a team like that, they'll be in good shape. But Styles make the fight and all that, and if they get a defensive-minded team, see if they can get it, get it done in the NCAA tournament. Are they going to be a six seed? Are they going to be a seven? Some places had them as a five. got to figure this loss here will hurt that a little bit. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. More raises, more money. Teams just awash in money. Ohio State's coaching staff in 2020 is going to feature four assistant coaches that make more than $1 million in salary. If you're wondering why I think the players are going to get money and then get more money and be able to use their likeness and make money, it's just a horrible look. For one guy, for all these players to be getting scholarships plus, you know, a stipend of five grand, and then over here everybody's making a million except for the guy who's making five million. Or soon in the NCAA or in the uh, SEC and the elite Big Ten schools, 8, 10, 12 million. The disparity is just massive. But salary's gonna keep going up. Buckeyes total salary cost for Ryan Day staff just under $8 million. So if they want coaches out of the Pac 12 or the Big 12 or the ACC, they're just gonna go get them. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I've been texting with Tommy. I don't pass on these conversations. But one thing he told me, he goes, nobody knows anything. So in other words, he's 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 told no one. He said nobody knows anything. And he didn't say anything. He used a different word. (laughs) Nobody knows bleep. (laughs) See, when he says nobody knows bleep, and they didn't say it there, the first thing I assume is, Brady knows no one knows bleep because Brady doesn't know bleep. He, the Patriots are going to offer him something. They've got it. They can't not offer him anything. They're just going to tell him to go away. I think if they're going to tell him to go away, they would have already done it and taken the PR hit. I think they're going to make him offer. Now, how competitive is it? Does he want to stay? Is the rub, is the relationship ruptured? All that. I think if the offer's good enough, he'll stay. But if the Patriots get thoroughly outclassed by another offer, he could be gone. And Brady doesn't know. Therefore. No one knows. But there have been a lot of words spent on what no one knows. DJ PK, that is what is trending. And it is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, what went wrong for the Jazz? What went wrong for the Cougars? We will get to that next. Stay with us.